0: Today, $70 billion of Christians' money is invested in funds that support abortions and anti-family lifestyles. We want to change that. This is FBI, Faith-Based Investing, with Anthony Wright. Anthony is a financial advisor, as well as an ordained minister. He'll show you how to keep God's blessings on your investments. By taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles, you can keep your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Here's your faith-based investing team, Tom Levine and Anthony Wright, the investment preacher.
1: Hey, thanks for listening to today's edition of Faith-Based Investing with Anthony and Aaron Wright. How are you guys doing today? Great. How are you? Great. It's good to have you with us. I look forward to this time every week. Thank you so much. It's our favorite time of the week. Tell me a little bit about the people who are responding to this radio program. What kind of walks of life are they from? Are they, um, you know, people who are just trying to get by, or the rich people on yachts? Are they young, old? <laughs> Tell me about people you've talked to this
0: week.
2: <laughs> usually it's just somebody that it's it's people that they they have a little something at least that we're mm-hmm. able to help them with um, obviously we can't help you if you don't have anything we can help with right so it's normally people that have something that they're wanting to accomplish maybe they have an IRA they have mm-hmm. a 401k that they're wanting to roll over and um, and, and not necessarily dollar amounts as much as it is, at least you've got to have something that we can do with something we can help you with. So yes, we have clients that, that have seven figures. Uh, yes, we have clients that have six figures and yes, we have clients with five figures. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, we run the gamut. It just really depends on what you're wanting and what you're needing us to do. And, at the end of the day, what we really what what I really feel like that God's placed on my heart as as the owner, the CEO, the president of the company is, is to really educate Christians on what their money is doing and where it's going. And doing that, we're able to fulfill that end time prophecy Of taking the wealth of the wicked and putting it into the hands of the righteous and by doing that we're helping fulfill prophecy because you know it says that in the word it says that in Scripture that in the later days that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous and there will be a transferring of that wealth and so that's what we're trying to do is take the wealth of the wicked away from the wicked put it into the hands of the righteous. And by doing that, I believe that that Jesus blesses that. I believe God blesses that. And so to answer your question, I guess direct, it's it's kind of all walks of life, although I would say that it's it's primarily people that have something that we can help with. Very very few people that we get a call wanting to get something started, mm-hmm. uh, very few people do. We get a call. Um, yeah, I don't have anything, but I wanna I wanna start five bucks a, a week. You know, I'm not making light of that. I'm just answering your question. Right. Yeah. I'm, so
1: God's people are everywhere, and you can That's help right. people all over the United States. And uh, you were saying that even some people from Canada and Sweden and all have uh, reached out to you. I uh, I ran across this verse this week, it's, um, God says the earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. It's Psalm 24, 1. And so we do have a responsibility. Anthony is a pastor and an award-winning financial advisor, and his latest book, Faith-Based Investing, describes how your investments and retirement funds likely support the very things that God opposes. And I'm sure you didn't plan to do it that way. You know, earlier this year, until I met you, Anthony, I was primarily a do-it-yourselfer, a do-it-yourself money manager, managing our own family finances. And now the way I look at it is, you wouldn't want to do do do-it-yourself surgery, and why would you want to do do do-it-yourself investment uh, management? You know? I'm so glad we ran across you guys. Talk a little bit about... Talk a little bit about, about... managing your own money versus professional management and what faith-based uh, investing is all about
3: man that's that's a good one that's a good question so yeah i mean like you said tom i mean obviously uh you got to ask yourself you know that question it's like well you know am i gonna have the time to you know actively watch this account and make sure that you know i sell it at the right time or i buy it at the right time am i going to be able to do the research on these companies to see if they're a value company, are they a growth company? You know, it, there's a lot that goes into it that that's behind the scenes when you hire a professional that you get, uh, versus doing it yourself. You know, it's very time consuming. It can be a little worrisome at times if you're not careful cause you'll, you'll worry yourself to death of, Oh my gosh, do I, do I buy? Do I sell? Do I get, you know, it's, it's just, man, it can, it can weigh on you. And, to have that professional at least that's the way i found it in my experience <laughs> you know and i'm in the business and and it's it's very time consuming so to have that money manager there is like the professional or you know the the what you're saying the surgeon right or somebody that does it for you right <laughs> yeah so so to have that professional come in and and it, they do that for you man it's like it it's just like a whole nother level turns on and, and they're like, man, you know, holy smokes, uh, how did you, you know, how did these, how did you guys move us over to cash, you know, and we didn't lose anything, it's because the algorithm triggered, you know, that they have on it and the stop loss that they've got, those kind of things, the tools that they use and, and the value versus growth companies, man, it's just, there's so much that, that goes on behind the scenes with these money managers that they do on your account. So my advice would be, you know, I've done it both ways. I've tried just like you, Tom. I've I've tried just picking an individual and tried doing it that way, or having a money manager do it. And and I I like to have the professional watching it at all times and and having those stop losses and algorithms there. And then, you know, also having it morally uh, be in things that I believe in. I don't want to be in anything as a Christian. I don't want to be in anything anti-biblical. I don't want to fund anti-Christian things. Pornography and, you know, same-sex marriage and uh, the entertainment industry and Planned Parenthood. I mean, I'm out on that. At that point, you you know, I don't care. <laughs> I don't really care anymore as long as my morals are met, you know, as long as it lines up for me anyway. That's That's the way I wanted it. And and so yeah, being being faith-based, you know, is is very important and if you're if you're a believer like me and a Christian like me, I'm sure you feel the same way and then having the the money manager itself on it is a big is a big plus.
1: So people put their money in mutual funds. Those mutual funds aren't just a mutual fund, they're a conglomeration of a bunch of different stocks, right? And and Absolutely. other things. And those stocks, like how did those companies end up giving money to let's say same-sex marriage, or uh, the liquor industry, or whatever. Well, else.
2: most of them, uh, most of them do it through philanthropy. But a lot of times, you know, people will ask. They will say, "You know, Anthony, we we we're all on board for this faith-based and biblical, responsible. And, mm-hmm. You know, we we what do you think about you know not even buying your groceries at Target or Walmart or so." You have to understand that there's, there's a difference between, you know, the Apostle Paul says when you're in Rome, you do as the Romans do. And you have to understand that your local stores, like your Walmart stores, your Target stores, the these these local stores, most of that money, the majority of that money, stays right there in that community. It pays your daughter, my daughter. It pays my kids, my grandkids. It pays... Sometimes it it pays your dad if he's if he's bored sitting around the home and he wants to be a Walmart greeter at the door. You know, so um here in Tennessee, we still have Walmart greeters at the door. Yeah. California uh,
1: too. Yeah. Okay, oh, okay good. Right. <laughs> okay.
2: So, <laughs> now you got a bouncer at the door too there. <laughs> it's my
3: backup plan. Yeah. If you guys don't do the
1: job, that's where I'm headed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, that that's because that's <laughs> That's where the profits go and the taxes go and it all stays local and it paves the roads and it pays uh you know firemen and and police officers to to protect us and and you know thank God for police officers and firefighters and all the first responders and and um I I I I'm I'm a big big fan of funding them not defund them let's fund them <laughs> And, and, you know, that's, they just, they put their lives on the line for us and, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a good, it's just a, a good day and a good thing to know that these local companies fund local things and that's what the majority of their money goes to. Now, where you come into an issue is when you become an owner, you become a stockholder of that company, then you become an owner. Well... Now, the Bible says, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Well, we as ministers, we use that in a marriage setting. We use that in a marriage counseling session. Don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. But let's carry it a step further, and let's go, in, let's go into the business world. Don't be unequally yoked with one another. That's scriptural. Now, when you become an owner and you own stock in Microsoft or you own stock in Walmart or you own stock in Target, now you have gone from being in Rome as the Romans and just going down and buying your local to- toiletries and buying your shampoo and you know buying your deodorant and toothpaste and things like that. Now, all of a sudden, you've put on an entirely different hat because now you've bought stock in that company. You have now become an owner and every year they send out a shareholder uh they they most everybody votes proxy very few people ever go to the shareholder meetings now warren buffett he pulls a pretty good crowd to his shareholder meetings but i think that's just because it's it's charlie munger and warren buffett i think it's just because they are who they are Mm -hmm. but they'll you know they'll they'll pack in there several thousand people but your typical shareholder meeting nobody ever goes to so they'll they'll ask you if you want to vote proxy and you say yeah sure so you'll get this you get this letter that's a, you know just 100 pages and it says here's what the board of directors wish and do you agree with it and everybody goes down through there and says well if the board of directors run it and that's what they want to do yes 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 i ain't got time to read 100 pages yes 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 well when you're checking yes you're 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 agreeing to a ninety billion dollar philanthropy gift to Planned Parenthood. Wow. Or or you're agreeing to a ninety billion dollar gift to LGBTQ or you know, same sex marriage, funding pornography movies. Uh all I mean, it goes on and on and on and they do it. Most of it happens through philanthropy. You know, when you saw on the news recently that Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon, his wife is now the richest woman in the world. She's worth like $750 billion with a B, something like that. Don't hold me to the exact number. But it's something like that. But why do I tell you that story? Because it's not that she has $750 billion in her checking account. It's because that's what she owns in stock so when you become an owner in that company and you own that stock well what is it they go buy their yachts with the stock they just sell the stock so it's the same thing when they get ready to give 90 billion dollars to get the lgbt people off their back or to get the planned parenthood people off their back okay 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 fine we'll 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 give 90 million dollars this year to to planned parenthood or okay 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 fine stop leave us alone don't protest all right fine we'll give you ten billion dollars this year to to support the the gay and lesbian rights or whatever you know whatever their thing is and so they sell the stock and they take that money and that's what they do with it so it's a it's a you, you cross over into a different area when you become an owner instead of just a consumer doing business there yeah.
1: We are going to uh, take a break here in just a moment. Uh, If you want to learn more about this whole idea of how to screen and clean your investments, we're going to be talking a little bit more in detail about that. Uh, You can learn more about it right now, too, at investmentpreacher.com. The voices you're hearing are Anthony and Aaron Wright. And I want to talk a little bit about stewardship with you guys as well. Um, You know, I just wonder about the people who say, you know, my current plan's really comfortable and I don't really feel like changing it and how that could be looked at through the eyes of of stewardship and what God thinks. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back with more right after this. Hi, I'm Anthony Wright. I'm a minister as well as a faith-based financial advisor.
2: Are you as serious about your faith as I am? Of course you are. That's why I'm reaching out to you today. Are you aware last year there were billions of dollars of Christian's money that funded abortions, pornography, and anti-family lifestyle? I want you and I to change that. It's great that you're investing for the future, but do you really know what your money is funding? So here's your invitation. To download a copy of my free book, go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Or call me at 931-RETIRED. I'll screen your investment portfolio for you, and I'll let you find out exactly what your investments are funding. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. My goal is to just keep God's blessings on your investments, taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. So visit my website now, investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com investmentpreacher.com and download your free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing.
3: You're saving and investing for the future, and that's good. While you build and save, have you ever stopped to think, where does my money actually go? Am I investing in things I don't believe in? We have answers. This is Faith-Based
1: Investing with Anthony Wright. Now Now's the time to schedule your 15-minute complimentary no-obligation meeting. And you can do that by going to investmentpreacher.com, letting them know that you want to screen and clean your investments and have faith-based investments. You can do that uh, by connecting with Anthony and Aaron. You can even pick up the phone and give them a call at 931-RETIRED. That's 931-RETIRED, investmentpreacher.com. Just before the break, Anthony and Aaron, we were talking about, um, you know, what do you say to the person who goes, you know, my current plan is really comfortable. I never change it. It seems to be going fine. Um, you know, I was reading this verse this week. It is 2 Corinthians six seventeen, and it says, therefore, come out from the midst, come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean, and I will welcome you. So what is the role of stewardship in this whole planning for retirement picture?
2: It's everything, hmm. right? Stewardship is everything. I mean, look, I mean, what you do with your money is, is everything, being a good steward of it. I mean, if you, if you just take it, light a match to it and burn it, that's not good stewardship. I mean, look, again, look at what happened to the gentleman in the, in the Bible with the talents, well, Lord, I was afraid I would lose it, so I dug a hole and buried it in the yeah. ground. You know, fine, give it to me. He give it to the person that took it and doubled their, doubled their money. So stewardship is, is the key. I mean, that really that I mean, when it comes down to it, it it really all boils down to stewardship because the Bible very sternly warns us in Proverbs twenty seven twenty three to not only know where we are investing but in what we're investing it in and and you know closing our eyes to sin and 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 just because it's buried inside these investment funds is not a good steward that is not the proper solution with that being said this message is not a condemnation message and it's it's a knowledge it's a message of knowledge And we want to, you know, the Bible says pray for wisdom, pray for knowledge, and pray for understanding because wisdom builds the house, knowledge, I'm I'm quoting here off the top of my head, (laughs) (laughs) wisdom builds the house, knowledge sustains the house, and then understanding fills it with all precious Mm. riches, I think is the way it goes. So knowledge is important to sustain the house. So once you once you've got some cash flow coming in, you've got retirement coming in, you obviously have had the wisdom on how to save money. Now you need the knowledge part to come in and protect that retirement nest egg and do the right thing with it. Don't just close your eyes and turn a blind eye and just turn your head to these companies are taking our money and they're doing horrible things with it they're funding abortions they're funding pornography they're funding same-sex marriages they're funding sex trafficking i mean there's all kinds of crazy stuff look at what just look at what was just in the news just just recently about i, I forgot how you pronounce the guy's name because i'm i think it's Epstein, or epstein, epstein. Yeah. or epstein and you know look at the money that that was into all that sex trafficking stuff Now, I don't have any proof that this next statement, I just think it's coincidental that since they have the FBI has arrested his missus or his ally in doing all that sex trafficking, does anybody listening today find it strange that ever since they've arrested her, they are finding children all across America? Mm that have been kidnapped and and have been taken into child slavery and and some of the some of the sex things that's going on out there with children i mean is there any proof she's behind telling them where it's at no but i don't think it's coincidental that since they've arrested her and they've been very clear that she's been very transparent and and singing like a canary and telling them everything they want to know and who the big to- politicians are involved. And now I know they busted, they found, what, 36 missing children in the state of Georgia? Yes. I think they found 26 or 28 missing children in the state of Ohio. Uh, I can't remember all of them. But <clears throat> there's been several t- child trafficking rings that have been busted up and broken. And, you know, that's that's great to celebrate. So, I did, you know, here's the thing I'm trying, the point I'm trying to make. They couldn't do it if money wasn't behind it. Right? Right. So, again, last year we moved several hundreds of millions of dollars away from bad companies. Can I prove that's why 28 Planned Parenthood clinics closed? No. But I can tell you, that the reason they closed, and you can you can Google that and look it up, the reason they closed was lack of funding. Yeah. So is it possible that we had something to do with closing 28 Planned Parenthood clinics? I certainly hope so. I don't have any proof we did, but I certainly hope that we did.
1: I love that, you guys. Uh, you're listening to Faith-Based Investing with Aaron and Anthony Wright. So glad to have you with us. Ephesians uh, 5, says, Do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them. And uh, so what we do with our family finances makes a difference in the big picture. Whether you're looking for wisdom on your retirement income, annuities, life insurance, wealth accumulation, or just want some help protecting your assets during these turbulent times, stay with us for practical answers you can use today. Aaron, I had a question for you. Are there more single people retiring now than in the past? Are you talking to a lot of singles? And are the needs of single people different than retiring couples? Yeah, I
3: mean, I think it's it differs. I mean, I think I get a little bit of both. But, you know, yeah, I think it's going to be it's different, I think, in their situation, whether you're single or you're married. I mean, uh, you're going to need, you know, income for two people if you're married and versus being single and uh i mean there's mm-hmm. a lot that goes into it but i think it's kind of a mix i mean i, I get some people they call a uh, married couple i think that's probably a little more um uh, than maybe a single individual but either way i mean we can we can talk to you and help you and and kind of put a good plan together depending on your situation where you are uh we just got to know uh, kind of where your situation is, what your goals are, what your income need would be in retirement, you know, stuff like that from a fiduciary standpoint, we call it, uh, know your client. So, you know, that's part of it. I mean, yeah, I, I'm going to have to know, are you, are you married? Are you single? You know, do you, mm-hmm. do you have kids? Do you know, do you got, how many mouths you got to feed? You know, uh, you know, what's Social Security? I mean, you know, how much income do you bring in? What's your expenses? You know, debt. I mean, those are all things that I think are key that come into play.
2: I would say that we get a lot of widowed. We you? do.
3: I, I think we yes. do. We yeah. A, we I mean, widowed, widowed. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Doesn't the Bible say something about that? Helping, <laughs> helping. Yeah. yeah helping widows, widows. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that kind of, that
1: kind of leans on your heart. You know, you want to help them. So definitely they come in too. Both of you guys have been investment strategists for quite a long time. Have you seen differences between Christian families and other families? I mean, how they end up when it comes to their retirement outcomes.
2: Yeah, I mean, basically what I've seen over the past 12 years is as long as you're the philosophy I like to live by is, is if you give. You know, the Bible says you're joint heirs with Christ. Mm-hmm. So if you're joint heirs in the world, that means on the negative side, if you get a divorce, guess what? 50% of it is yours and 50% of it is his, right? Because you're joint heirs. So, you know, if you have $100,000 and you get a divorce, half of it goes with you and half of it stays with mm-hmm. with the other one. Mm -hmm. So I like to turn that to the positive. If you're a joint heir with Jesus and you give 10% to the church, give 10% to yourself. Now, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, if you could get in the habit of putting 10% in the offering plate and saving 10%, you're going to have a pretty good retirement. So if you give 10%, you give 10% to Christ, give 10% to yourself learn to live on 80% of your money. And when you do that, then you'll have a good retirement that you can do something with. As far as Christians versus the non-Christians, what I have seen in that arena is the non-Christian people will say, we don't really care what the money's invested in. We just, we just want to make money. Mm-hmm. It, there's there's a, there's a little bit of love for money there. There's a little bit of greed there. They mm-hmm. don't really care what it's in. They just they just want to make money. Mm-hmm. And you know, one thing that I that I found interesting this week in and a client that I did a stock screener for, over 78% of 60 billion dollars in that fund, was was funding abortion sexual entertainment same sex marriage and pornography now do the math on 80% of 60 billion dollars that's a lot of money and on the on the worldly side i would have clients say well, i don't care what they do with the money it's their money they can do with it what they want to no, it isn't their money when you're the when you're the shareholder and you're the stockholder, it's your money. And you're voting for them to spend it that way. So, 80% of 60 billion dollars is is about 48 billion dollars. That's a lot of money that they have that they are giving and donating to to fund and to feature those type things. So, a lot of times I see the Christian advisor when you when you share those statistics with them like that your Christian consumer their their blood pressure rises <laughs> and and they get some spunk in them and they get some fire in them and they're like no I'm not going to fund that you know I don't care I don't care what the interest rate I'm making I'm not going to be right guilty and I remember one gentleman just a couple of weeks ago he said you know I'm too old. He's like I. I don't even. I don't even buy green bananas. I might not live long enough to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "I'm sure not going to be caught going to heaven and answering to God for funding all these things now that I know about it." So I see the Christian consumer. They care more about where that money is going and what that money's funding. The worldly. Adv- Consumers, so to speak if you would the non-christian they don't really care Hmm. they don't really care where it's going they just want to make money now here's the good thing and here's the here's the neat part about faith-based investing not only do we line you up with faith-based companies and we do all the screening we keep them faith-based if we ever catch them and they, and they are not clean, we immediately remove them from our portfolio and move you to out of their company into another one. We will not tolerate anything against our Christian faith. So not only do we do that, but we are also actively seeking these God-honoring investment opportunities that have financial growth built in them. So we're also looking for companies that have a lot of upside potential. So we're Mm -hmm. looking for some value companies that we're going to be able to get some upside potential. And then because of our trading style with algorithms and stop losses, we're actually able to outperform the secular world by doing the faith-based investing. Right.
1: I love that. You're listening to Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. And we're coming up against a break, so we're going to just invite you to uh, stay with us through the break. But right now, you can uh, pick up the phone and give Anthony a call, uh, set up a time to talk, schedule your 15-minute complimentary no-obligation meeting if you'd like to. Uh, You can do that through technology. You can get your free book, Faith-Based Investing Now. Don't wait. Get your free download right now. You can pick up the phone and call 931-RETIRED. Go to the website. That's where all the resources are available to you from Anthony and Aaron at investmentpreacher.com. We'll be back with more in a moment. Hi, I'm Anthony Wright. I'm a minister as well as a faith-based financial advisor.
2: Are you as serious about your faith as I am? Of course you are. That's why I'm reaching out to you today. Are you aware last year there were billions of dollars of Christians' money that funded abortions, pornography, and anti-family lifestyle? I want you and I to change that. It's great that you're investing for the future, but do you really know what your money is funding? So here's your invitation. To download a copy of my free book, go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Or call me at 931-RETIRED. I'll screen your investment portfolio for you, and I'll let you find out exactly what your investments are funding. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. My goal is to just keep God's blessings on your investments, taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. So visit my website now, investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com, and download your free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing.
1: you found it Faith-Based Investing with Anthony and Aaron Wrights. And a lot of excitement in the uh, markets and in uh, the headlines today. Any thoughts for our listeners on taxes and tax policies? Really, it comes down to how much money you end up with, not so much, you know, how much you make, it's how much you keep. On September 3rd, Joe Biden told people in Kenosha, Wisconsin, I won't reveal my tax plan because they'll shoot me, quote unquote. But here's the deal. I pay for every single thing I'm proposing without raising your taxes one penny. Earlier this spring, he said our taxes would go up and not down. But he also said in September, the taxes would only rise if you earn $400,000 a year. So I'm, I'm confused about what happens if the election goes that way. Is there anything listeners should plan to do uh, to plan for taxes right now?
2: Well, yeah, we should always do something to plan for taxes because, I mean, I, I my whole life growing up I was always told two things are certain death <laughs> and taxes, right? I mean, we should always prepare for our death with life insurance and estate planning and we should always plan for taxes. I mean, nobody wants to pay any more taxes than they have to and I I saw that clip on that speech as well and he's been very clear and very adamant that if he's elected that he's going to he's going to allow the capital gains tax to go back up. Mm and i think he's saying it he's going to let it go as high as 48 percent i mean that's ludicrous that's crazy but you never know how the election's going to go and if it if it goes that way um then uh, you know listen it did not god off the throne you know you can rest assured that god knows today who the man's going to be um whether it's the current administration or whether it's a new changing of the guard god still knows what's coming and He's still in control and he still knows what, what's happening. So uh, you know, yeah, I, I would tell you that it's time to prepare and plan for taxes and every time I ask the question to potential clients, I'll say, and everybody always thinks it's a trick question, but it really isn't. If you were to pass if you were to pass from this earth over into heaven tomorrow, would you want your your significant other, your loved one, your wife, your your husband? and your children and grandchildren to inherit your estate tax-free or would you rather inherit it and have a $450,000 tax burden? Okay. And everybody always, they always kind of pause because they think it's a trick question. Right. Well, everybody, everybody wants to, nobody wants to leave this earth and stick their wife or their husband and children and grandchildren with a debt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, and nobody does. So they always say, well, obviously tax-free. Well, in order to do that, you got to do some planning. I mean, some of it is estate planning with our CPAs. We certainly have a, a huge network of CPAs we work with around this country. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is is estate planning using a lawyer, using a trust, and what type of trust, and what's the right trust, and we have a network of lawyers across this country that we work with on all on all of the trust and the legal issues so yes start your tax planning do it now don't wait until we find out if there's a new administration or if there isn't a new administration but one thing is for sure if if we have a changing of the guard it's very clear and it's very evident that the people are going to get what they vote for And he's he's not hiding it at all. I mean, he's telling all of us that if I'm elected, I'm going up on all the taxes and I'm going to roll back everything that President Trump did. So uh, that's just that's (laughs) if you go to the polls and you vote for him, that's your American right. But you're going to get what you voted for. And that's higher taxes because he's been very clear that that's what he's going to do.
1: When when I walked into your office, along with my bride uh, a few months ago, um, before the COVID-19 shutdowns and we were able to fly wherever we wanted, we came and saw you. And in your office on the wall, you had uh, a very impressive logo, the lion. And you want to talk a little bit about where that came from and what, what it means to you? Obviously, the
2: first thing was when I initially took the lion as the company logo and corporate logo, it was because Jesus is the lion of Judah. Mm-hmm. And then in the course of prayer one day, when I was having my quiet time and prayer time, the Lord just kind of impressed upon me, just kind of down in my heart, just kind of at the top of my stomach, that the LION is actually an acronym. It's for loving individuals over numbers. And, you know, obviously what that means is, is that we're going to love individuals and we're going to, from a fiduciary perspective, we're going to do what's in their best interest and it doesn't matter about the number. Now, if your number is zero, I can't help you because there's nothing there to help you with. But as long as you've got a number that there's something there we can do, uh, then Aaron and I can roll up our sleeves and we can help you and we can help protect you from the downside of the stock market. We We can do all kinds of sorts of things, but it's just basically loving individuals more than we love money more than we love numbers, and we're going to do what's in the best interest of the client, period.
1: Aaron, I have a question for you. Um, have yes, you sir. been, if I understood correctly, you said that there were people who were clients who were coming to you saying, we need help. Uh, the return we're getting on our money is <laughs> 0.17%. Yeah. Do I have that right? And, and why on earth would somebody do that, and what do you do? <laughs>
3: I mean honestly the the only thing I can think of you know of why they anybody would do that of run out to the, put it in an account and get 0.17 is because you know it's kind of like their comfort level it's kind of what their mother did or their grandmother did you know they would always run to the bank and they would put it in a CD or a savings account but you know if you asked you know great grandma it you know she's passed on to be with the lord well if you if you dug her back up master hey grandma why were you putting money in the bank it's probably because she was getting what six seven percent return back then right and so 18 19 (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. yeah. the quarter administration (laughs) yeah but so you know i think it's kind of this it's what that's what their mama did that's what their grandmama did and you know they just want it safe and they want it protected and i can't fault them for that but you gotta understand it's the times that we're living in today are much different than they were back then today it is no longer the world we live in to go and sock it in a bank account and draw point zero one percent on it you might as well be like the man with the talent and just bury it and and squander your talent and not be a good steward of it so if you want it to be safe we can recommend something that is safe and faith-based and get a much better interest rate than a savings account or a CD can. You know, we'll get, yeah, I think, a three-year right now, if you want, you know, it depends on how long you want to tie your money up for, but we can get a good three-year guaranteed right now at 2.25. If you want to go a little farther, you can even go go a little more, a little higher on the interest rate. So there's definitely, I would just tell people there's other options. There's there's things you can do it's certainly not that anymore. It's just not. Uh, to go stick it in a in a savings account or draw nothing on it. I mean, I, I just, I don't understand it, but I think I understand why they do it. I understand why people do it. They just want their money safe and they want it protected and they don't know what else to do. And you know, it's it's just, it's not the world we live in anymore to do that. It's something different. Well not to mention the,
2: the COVID yeah, pandemic proved a lot of people too. that they would shut the banks down, right? And you couldn't even get in to get your money, no, for three, four weeks before yes. they even yes. allowed people to come back in. And I think different parts of the country right now, it's even, it's still kind of sketchy as so, to who's yeah. open and who's not.
3: Yeah, I think you're right, and I think a lot of even a CD now, you do a three year, um,
2: like one percent maybe, so, yeah, if that. Mm-hmm. I, we we heard one. This week, that was a that was a three-year for 0.75. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, there is a lot of fear out there, no doubt. And, you know, one of the reasons we're doing this radio program is for our listeners. I mean, we're helping you build investment strategies that God can bless. Faith-based investing is where faith and family finances intersect. And if you're wondering what on earth biblically informed investing looks like, what it's all about, you've come to the right place. You can learn about us at investmentpreacher.com. Um, And so, speaking of safety, a lot of people turn to uh, gold and silver and precious metals and maybe even uh, oil and other commodities. Is that a smart play right now?
2: Well, I would say that gold and silver is a smart play for a certain percentage of your portfolio. I would never recommend doing 100% of your portfolio, but five to 10% of your portfolio yeah, would be a good a good play right now against inflation. And um you know, regardless of what people are telling you on television, I would not do a gold IRA or a silver IRA, and I know we're running out of time, so I'm gonna to try to fit this in here on this segment, <laughs> but it it's because the internal revenue code requires you to store that at a third party off site facility if it's in an IRA. The reason they want to do that is they want to know where it's at in case they ever want to come after it and get it. That's the rules of the IRS. However, if you pay it your taxes on that money, then you take the money after tax money and buy gold and silver coins pre-1933, then they don't know where they're at, and it's U.S. minted coins, and so you're getting good quality gold and silver.
1: We are out of time for this segment, but there's more to come. So tell a friend about this radio ministry. We appreciate that. And schedule your 15-minute complimentary no-obligation meeting. Uh, Screen them and clean them at investmentpreacher.com. It's
3: not enough to simply save for retirement. It's important to invest in positive fund options
1: that God can bless. That's why we're here. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Welcome to Faith-Based Investing, and we're celebrating. We're celebrating six months of Faith-Based Investing, the radio program. So congratulations all around on that, Aaron and Anthony. And if people miss part of the program, talk about how they can access your podcast.
2: Oh, yeah, there's several ways they can... They can do it. We also are on podcast now. So if you have an iPhone, on your iPhone, there is an app that's called Podcast. If you don't have it, go to the App Store, type in Podcast. It's free. doesn't cost you anything. And when you open the app, just click on the search bar, uh, the little search thing there, and just type in Faith Based Investing, and it'll pop right up. And you can subscribe and you'll get our radio program before it even airs. They push it out every, every Saturday morning, and, um, and that's right when we air is on, on Saturdays. And so you'll get it fresh, um, and it comes right off the, as I say, right off the press, hot and fresh. So go to podcast, type in faith-based investing. If you don't have podcast, if you have, um, I think, the Galaxy I think is the Android system. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure they have podcasts available, but I know uh, you can go to Spotify. You can go to Pandora. You can go to, I think it's called Stitcher. I'd have to look over here to my 30-year-old son to know all these. <laughs> they, they do. They have it available. Is for, it Stitcher yeah. or uh,
3: I think it's like something different, but it's it's similar to podcast. I think yeah. it's just type in podcast. You'll so see just, it. Just, right. Yeah. So yeah.
2: you can go to all those, type in faith-based investing, and we're on there. And that way, if you miss us on the air or if you're not going to be available, you can catch the program right there. So we're readily available. It's, it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> 24/7 now on all the apps just type in faith-based investing
1: what would you say is the biggest single mistake people are making with their investment dollars and their retirement plan right now I mean what would it be I would say the biggest mistake
2: I see people making right now is they're just they're very careless with it it's it's almost like they they feel like that you just kind of throw a dart at a stock and they think they're just gonna pick Apple or they're just gonna pick Microsoft or Facebook or something. And they're going to be the next Bill Gates. (laughs) And that just isn't true. You've got to use some planning. You've got to use a a very tactical, strategic approach. And that's the way we do it. And, And then we put algorithms around it so that it protects you from that downside bottom falling out from under you and, you know, the bottom of your bucket falling out, so to speak. And so I would say that's the biggest mistake that I see people make is they're They're very carelessly investing, and there's a lot of people we talk to, they're not even with an advisor that is fiduciary. They're just with a suitability guy that has stuck them in a mutual fund or stuck them in uh, some stock somewhere, no rhyme, no reason, and I start asking people why they're in this one and why they're in that one. They don't know. They don't have a clue. So they're very carelessly investing at, at this moment.
1: Aaron, same question, but also I I wanted to know what kind of big mistakes you see other money managers making when they work for families and work for clients.
3: I just see it a lot where it's kind of the, and I don't think it's any fault of their own. I think it's just, it goes back to the suitability versus fiduciary. And, you know, when I can't fault them for going out and wanting to make a living and working, you know, but when you go out and you work for somebody, you work for a company, Uh, you're yoked with them you're it's no different than your than your stock when you own a when you own a stock you're equally yoked with that company when you work for an advisors uh, works for a company you're yoked with them and you got to go by their rules you got to play by their rules so a lot of these companies are kind of uh, they participate in revenue sharing or they're considered what's called captive in this business in this industry so you're gonna be limited to that company's products, what they can offer, and a lot of them on the revenue sharing side, it's you're recommending companies that are paying uh, them under the table to be recommended. So it's very, no fault of their own, but you need to know. You need to know what type of advisor am I dealing with? Is it a captive? Uh, Is it an independent advisor that can go out there and look at everything available? Because man, that's a big difference if you just think about it. I mean, when you go in, everybody's got a doctor, uh, and if you walk into the doctor and you go, you know, hey man, my, you know, my heart's hurting or whatever, what do you got that can help me? You're gonna be thinking that he, that professional's got your best interest at heart, and he's gonna look at every medication out there, right? Right. Not just one that's paying him under the table to be recommended, that might not be what's best for you. So big, big difference, and it's not any fault of the person that's trying to make a living, it's just, man, it's just that they're captive. And and they can't they can't go out of bounds of other than what that company they're working for provides. And that's one of the biggest man, it's the biggest mistake I see. And that's where people get hurt because it's it's not what's best for you. It's and I'm telling you, man, right now I could pull up a statement and show you revenue sharing wise, and if I named them right now, everybody listening here would recognize who they are. Mm-hmm. But one company got over it was like one point eight billion Billion dollars with a B last year alone in revenue sharing. So the the question I always ask people is what's what's the underlining uh, goal here? Is it your best interest or is that that 1.8 million dollars that they made in revenue sharing? Yeah. It's always the money. That's the key. And so people get hurt when you're in a in a suitability only pl- not even a plan, just a kind of we cookie whatever you want to call it cookie cutter top plan where it's very risky and then the market tanks and you lose 50% of your portfolio and it's too late you want to avoid that you want to make sure that that's not your portfolio and we can do that by running a risk allies on it and telling you hey you know this is not only anti-christian anti-biblical but the risk or whoo
1: you know if the market crashes tomorrow look out one of the things that has made such a big impression on me that you've talked about is stop losses, and we probably can't go too deep into that in our remaining three minutes or so here, but uh, uh, so basically, though, you can help people avoid losses. And just touch on that real quickly.
2: Well, plain and simple, we put an algorithm around the, the investment, the portfolio, mm-hmm. and, and that takes all the emotion out of it. If we trade with emotion, then we're no different than the consumer. Oh, no, the market's down 8%, <laughs> move to cash. Well, that, that's emotion trading, right? So when you trade with algorithms, you, you do that, and you allow these algorithms to, to strip the emotion from it and trade based on market data, based on timing, based on the AP News Report, based on the moving average, based on the MACD, all the charts, all the statistics, so it takes all the emotion out of it. And by doing that, we're able to really capture a lot of the upside of the market. Yes, sometimes it's uncomfortable when the market drops 8 to 10%. But boy, they're thankful we didn't move them to cash when it rears back 20%. So it's uh, that's how we do it. We do it using algorithms.
1: So uh, we talked a little bit about the bad things people invest in. And, and uh, we ca- probably can't really go into all the good things that people can invest in through faith-based companies. But just know that you can and that there are opportunities there. And if people have heard enough, Anthony, and they go, yes, I want to at least reach out, get some questions answered about faith-based investing, what should they do?
2: Well, they want to go to faith. They want to, they want to go to investmentpreacher.com and download my free book, Faith-Based Investing, and it will give them seven biblical rules for investing. And again, that's investmentpreacher.com. The book is called Faith-Based Investing: 7 Biblical Rules for Investing. Uh, it will talk about all the different things in the Bible that tie the scripture to the investing. If you want to read the book in the leisure of your own time, feel free to do that. I'm making that available to you for free. It's available on amazon.com, but you don't have to buy it. I'm making that available to you at no cost. And but you may say, "Okay, I'm in, I just want to screen it and clean it. Then you're going to see a link right at the bottom of the book, and it's going to say, to get your stock screened, click here. And so you'll just click on that little link, and that way you'll bypass the reading of the book, so to speak, and get straight to the screen it and clean it, and then read the book in your own leisure and in your own time and whenever you get around to it.
1: Well, we want to say thank you to everybody who's listening. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Anthony, for making this program possible. And it really is about helping you build investment strategies that God can bless. In a nutshell, that's what we're about. Tell a friend about this radio ministry and go to the website, investmentpreacher.com. Tell a friend and we'll see you next week.
0: This is FBI Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Do you know where your investment dollars are going? Anthony's team will screen your current investment portfolio. You can always count on receiving the three C's. Anthony's plan for you is customized, comprehensive, and complimentary. Anthony is a financial advisor and an ordained minister. He'll show you how to build an investment plan God can bless, applying proven scriptural investment principles, keeping your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Invest with confidence and be equally yoked
1: not dead. He's surely
0: alive. To get your free faith-based investing book from Anthony downloaded free, go online to investmentpreacher.com. Just like it sounds, that's investmentpreacher.com for your free book or call 931-RETIRED. Tell a friend and listen next week for Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright, The Investment Preacher.